Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where I'm joined today by uh, Dr. Edith Ubuntu-Chan and her delightful son, Kabreem. Kabreem, are we going to give everybody a wave to say hello? Uh, Hi! (laughs) Hola! Hola! (laughs) And um, okay, so last time, Dr. Edith, we spoke about your book, Super Wellness, and... Uh, many of its uh, varied insights about, um, well, exactly what it says on the cover, super wellness. Um, One of the things before we, I mean, I think this is going to be an amazing journey and I can see us actually going all over the place with the conversation, which is fantastic. But before we do that, Dr. Edith, I want to, if I can, how did you get the name Ubuntu? Where does that come from? Well, um, it started because I was named Edith by my Chinese parents. So I grew up in Hong Kong. Right. And Hong Kong being a British colony for all those years, you know, now it has returned to China, but I grew up in British colonial Hong Kong where just about everybody has their regular Chinese name and we also have an English name. And uh, Edith is a nice proper British name. And Edith actually sounds a bit like my Chinese name, which is Yida, which is actually Based on a passage in the ancient Chinese Tao Te Ching. Do you know about the Tao Te Ching? I do. I follow it daily. I love what you've just said there. Yeah. Yeah. So in the Tao Te Ching, there's a particular chapter, a passage that says, if anybody ever wrongs you, the right action for quote unquote revenge is to return that wrongness with utmost virtue, kindness and compassion. That, that is the that is the best way to quote unquote revenge is to treat people with love and compassion and kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my parents named me after this beautiful passage. And so my Chinese name is a beautiful name, but Ida happens to sound just like Edith in English. So they thought, oh, we'll just name her Edith. Right. But it turns out. Those were the days way before the internet, so we didn't have a way to look up what Edith actually meant. Do you have any um, friends or family named Edith? Do you happen to know what Edith actually means? I don't. The only thing, the only comment I can pass on that, uh, Doctor Edith, is certainly in the UK, it's a very, um, it's a very traditional um, sort of senior generation name. Most of the young girls nowadays are not called. Well, I don't know any young Ediths. But certainly from my grandmother's era, there were a lot of Ediths and Ednas and Marjorie's and that kind of name. Right, right. Um, So when I was in my late 20s, I started researching. I wonder what Edith means. Mm. And I was so appalled when I found out that Edith actually means, means the spoils of war. Right. Meaning, you know... An army goes and 
dominates another village or city and rapes and pillages their stuff and the 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 is basically the winnings of a robbery. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was mm. so appalled and shocked when I found out that that was what I was named after. And so I talked with my parents and they said, oops, sorry, we didn't have the internet back then. We didn't know what it meant. And so I set out to, and I never felt like an old, um, old English grandmother, right? <laughs> so I'm just, uh, I always thought that Edith was a little bit of a funny name for me. And so, um, so I set out to look for another name. And one day I'm on the internet and I hear Nelson Mandela talk about this concept of Ubuntu they have in Africa. And then I looked up and I saw Desmond Tutu also talk about it. And it was, it was so beautiful that it moved me to tears. There was just this deep resonance. It turns out Ubuntu means that we are all one. It means friendship. It means that I am what I am because of what we all are. You know, wow. so um, so that if you win, I win. If you lose, I also lose. That mm. we are all interconnected in this deep and profound way. And instantly I knew that was the antidote to Edith. And so for a long time, my friends just call me Ubuntu almost as a nickname, but professionally I had already been going by Edith. And so, um, so I became Edith Ubuntu. And then some years later, I had an aha moment where I realized, wow, Edith Ubuntu is actually the journey that we're all on, isn't it? That we, as humanity, we are going through this transition in our consciousness of separation to unity. That, that there is no war. There's no possibility of war. The only way that we could actually win a war is to realize deeply our oneness, our interconnectedness or as Thich Nhat Hanh often says, our interbeingness. Mm. And so to me, when people call me Edith, it equals in my mind, Ubuntu. This idea that the only way you could actually win a war is this Ubuntu way of being. So now I love both names again. I've gone full circle and I <laughs> so appreciate my parents calling me Edith because it took me on this journey to, to seek for deep, deeper kinds of answers. Yeah. I was just I was intrigued when you um, when you mentioned the Tao Te Ching there. Um, the, obviously, the version I listened to is is Wayne Dyer um, and his eighty one verses. I mean, was the original was that around um, eighty one verses? Because I mean, was it two and a half thousand years old now? Isn't it? Well, they don't really know how old it is. This origins is kind of mysterious. Here's right. A Here's my favorite version of the English translation of the Tao Te Ching. Right. It's like this. Yeah. Because it has, it has beautiful, beautiful art in it. And it's translated by um, Stephen Mitchell. That's my favorite version. Right. Make, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Wayne Dyer actually uh, refers to Stephen Mitchell as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe it is the traditional form is 81 chapters. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I but think Chinese it... is such a beautiful language. Sometimes it's hard to translate properly because each character has such depth and multi-dimensional, many dimensions of meaning. It can be tricky to translate into English sometimes. Got you. Right. Yeah. Um, mm. You've got your own pod uh, podcast show, uh, Dr. Edith, haven't you? Yeah, it's called The Dr. E Show. It's got... 
the most incredible, magical, and mind-blowing, heart-opening conversations with some of the world's greatest pioneers, like my friend Wim Hof, who did the foreword to my book, and a lot of other really incredible human pioneers who may be less famous than Wim Hof, but nonetheless, just incredible forces of nature that really show the example of a whole different possibility of being a human. So um, yeah, it's called The Dr. E Show. For those who are interested, you can you can go to the dreshow.com, the dreshow.com, and it's, um, it's, we've got the videos hosted on YouTube, and then for those who are commuting on their cars, the audio's on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Beautiful conversations exploring the frontiers of our human possibilities, and I'm so honored to have the opportunity. I'm sure you agree with this, Paul, that is, um, you know, having a podcast is a big labor of love, is a lot of work to put together a podcast, but it's such a gift to be able to chat with these incredible people from all around the world. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I, I went live, I think, uh, when was it? First of September, I, I, I bought the package oh, last summer, June, July time. Um, never in a million years could I have envisaged what would to, what was going to follow, never. It has yeah. gone, you know, with this this um, speaking from our hearts love revolution that's now evolving rapidly. I've got to say that the foundation for that has been the podcast. It's been an absolutely amazing um, facility. Uh, you know, anybody that's um, kind of deliberating, oh, shall I get a podcast or shanta? Don't hesitate, do it. It is an amazing, whether you want it just as a casual hobby or as a professional marketing tool or somewhere in, whatever it is, I just think it's an amazing uh, piece of media. I really do. Yeah, and you know, um, that that begs a, a deeper question, which is that, you know, I I often talk about these in my classes and seminars, that part of the problem is that we grew up being exposed to information and media that is, um, for whatever reason, very limited and often quite disempowering. Mm. And so, for example, if we turn on the television, the ad advertisements, or you call them advertisements, um, the only reason they're on is because somebody can profit off of it. Yeah. Right? That's the point. But the things that are most important in life are those things that nobody can profit off of. Yeah. You know, our self-care, you know, you would never see a commercial on the TV telling you, Hey, you know what? Remember to take some deep breaths. You know what? It's time to turn off the screen and go outside and immerse yourself in nature again. Watch a beautiful sunrise or sunset because the best things in life are free. Yeah. That, we can see just how abundant and beautiful our lives are if we just go outside and immerse ourselves in nature and realize that we don't have to buy so many things to reach that state of inner contentment, that you actually have everything you need already. You will never see advertisement reminding you of that, mm. right? But a podcast, a podcast is just like, it's kind of like a revolution in media, a revolution in our consciousness to immerse our mind space and our homes and our cars with these flows of information that is inspiring and uplifting and um, 
you know, just reminding us to go back to our true nature inside. And um, I love that we human beings as, as individual citizens can kind of take on this revolution to change the course of the, the kinds of information, the kinds of conversation and bring back that sense of inspiration and empowerment into our homes and into our cars and into our minds and into our conversations with friends and family again. Yeah, absolutely. And what one of the things I love about it, well, there's many things. I mean, it's just gripped me m more recently, particularly, as I say, with this uh, Speaking From a Heart uh, Love Revolution movement, um, is this the diversity. I mean, you know, you and I are a prime example. You can jump on a conversation with somebody. You know, there are you in America. There's, here's me in, the, in Spain, originally from the UK, obviously. And we're having a conversation around, well, we don't know. I mean, it takes us where it takes us. And that diversity and that richness and that sharing of experience that listeners can tap into and the lessons learned. I mean, it's just it's just mind-blowing i i really do yeah even now now sort of recently i'm starting to realize just how powerful because when i invested in it as i say last summer doctor Edith, to me i thought yeah okay to be kind of cool thing to do yeah it'll be all right Let, let's let's have, let's have a go at it um but yeah. now it's like wow never ever ever could i have envisaged the the powerful glue that it is with connecting yeah. people around the globe Yes. And um, for me, you know, the, my intention starting the podcast was I thought, you know, I've been interested in health, wellness, spirituality, and really reaching our highest human potential. I've been interested in that for two decades now and mm -hmm. reading so many books, attending so many retreats, workshops, seminars, having powerful experiences in my own prolonged meditation practices. And then with the technology getting easier to launch a podcast, I thought, I should start a podcast. It would, this would be such a fun project. So I sit down and I write out all those people that, you know how they say, hey, if you could have a conversation with anybody dead or alive, invite them over to dinner, <laughs> who would you want to invite? Yeah. Right? I made my list, kind right. of like a bucket list. Like before I die, these are the people I'd like to talk to. Yeah. And I just reached out. And it was a brand new podcast, right? It doesn't have a big following yet. And one by one by one, all all these people said yes wow and so that's when you know the universe says yes keep going you've yep. got this this is the right path you know when these magic and synchronicities happen you get connected and so after you launch the podcast as i'm sure you've had those experiences your audience says hey you should interview so and so let me connect you and yeah and it just unfolds in these beautiful, magical ways that you could have never foreseen until you just get started with it. And I think all all those leap of faith projects can be like that. Yeah, definitely. And that's a great example of, as you say, using the podcast model there and those connections of, you know, to the, the more kind of higher um, emergence of what the universe has um, in store for us if we just learn to let go um, yeah. and have that leap of faith. I want to flip over. I mean, obviously, we've um, we've uh, we've mentioned the adorable Kabrim, your four-year-old son, and uh, one of the questions I want to ask: um, You have a fascinating story about how Kabrim was conceived, have you not? Do you want yes. to share that with us? Well, in 2013, the backstory before he was conceived is that in 2013, I went away to Thailand for a prolonged meditation retreat. 
and I went to this place called Tao Gardens where they have a very special facility for you to meditate in complete darkness. And so have you heard of Tao Gardens in Thailand? Yes. So it was founded by the famous Qigong master Mantak Chia. And so darkness meditation is a popular practice in more advanced yogic traditions, Qigong traditions. Um, the ancient Egyptian alchemists use this. And there's a group in Colombia named the Kogi Mamas, who their seers and shamans and teachers are raised in complete darkness. Because in that state of darkness, you can go much more deeply into visionary realms. Your pineal gland starts to not only saturate you with melatonin, but gradually it produces more DMT naturally. Not from outside in, but from the inside out. Yeah. And so when you meditate, you have this experience of not just having a deep inner clarity, but powerful visionary experiences like Omnivision 3D IMAX movie experience of the answers from the cosmos or from your spirit, wherever it comes from, is shown to you in these crystal clear HD 3D IMAX television show in psychedelic colors, as well as a deep inner knowingness. And this all comes from your inner chemistry being dialed in in this way when you meditate in complete darkness for, for multiple days. So I felt called to do this. And so I went to Thailand in 2013 and did a retreat, not with Mantachia, but with another powerful meditation teacher named Jasmuheen. She's from Australia. So I'm actually going to feature Jasmuheen to talk about darkness meditation um, on my podcast coming up in a few weeks. So um, for those who are interested, I'd love for you to join us for that powerful conversation. So I go to a dark room retreat and <laughs> All kinds of answers are shown, but most of all, I felt this, this is something we share also in the Super Wellness book, this mind-blowing realization of how hungry I was for darkness. That growing up in cities all my life, I had never actually experienced complete darkness. And that darkness is kind of a food that we're all hungry for. Mm. Um, as if imagine if you grew up all your life in a polluted city like Beijing or Shanghai and then all of a sudden somebody just teleports you into the most pristine forest with redwood trees and beautiful chi and prana and oxygen and it's the cleanest freshest air ever and you take a deep breath <sighs> wow I had no idea how pure oxygen could be right it was like that or if imagine if you had only seen artificial lighting indoors all your life and somebody transported you for the first time ever to see a beautiful sunrise or sunset and you see full spectrum light for the first time you it's such a feast that no words could describe it so in the complete darkness I had this experience of deep nourishment, deep stillness, deep peace that I had never even imagined before. And so after darkness meditation retreat, it was uh, nine days and it was an 11 day retreat with nine days and nine nights in complete darkness. So much inner clarity and intuitive guidance and answers and everything that I just felt so deeply content 
and so clear within myself. And during the meditation retreat, we also are encouraged to do some kind of fasting. So I didn't, they have juices and waters. I didn't do the juices, just a little bit of water. Very clear, very deep. And as soon as I came back to San Francisco, it was almost too much to feel all that intuitive information coming through in a city life where it's just even at nighttime, it's never dark. There's always city noise. You can sense your neighbor's noises and all of this. Yeah. And so my very sweet husband let me drag him to the countryside and we moved more than an hour away from San Francisco and lived there for five years in a very minimalist little country cottage on one acre of land. And as soon as we move, so many things happen because, for example, I hope it's not too much information. My menstrual cycle had always been ever so slightly irregular, not in a medically abnormal way, but just a little bit longer than usual. And for the first time in my whole adult life, moving to the countryside where I just saw beautiful sunrise and sunset every day, no artificial lighting from the street, no noise from the neighbors except for just crickets at night and every day I run around barefoot on our land and at nighttime I would just feel naturally sleepy I would not ever have to discipline myself to quote unquote tuck into bed at a decent hour because the research shows that sleep is really important for your health <laughs> you know I always used to discipline myself to sleep eight hours a night because I knew that that's how I felt my best now it all unfolded naturally and then for the first time ever, I woke up naturally. I had always been one of those, I'm not a morning person. Don't talk to me before a cup of coffee. All of that changed when I moved to the countryside. It was vibrant and energized and joyful during the day and naturally sleepy at night. And, you know, this is free, just immersing yourself in a nature-filled environment. It really blew my mind to just how important synchronizing to nature cycles could be and within the first month after moving to the countryside living that lifestyle my menstrual cycle became perfectly synchronized to 28 days with full moon and new moon cycles and and then very quickly in my meditations in my dream time i'd have very clear and vivid dreams a lot of answers would come to me in my dreams and my little boy's spirit started visiting almost nightly wow and he would we would play and love each other and he would send me messages about what he's coming to the planet to do and all these beautiful baby spirits this whole new generations of babies that are incarnating on planet earth to literally blanket the earth with their love and with their light and so many of these visions that he showed me were so beautiful i was so moved by them and i learned so much from him and um finally there was this one night in which in which i was in a half wake half dream state and um, my husband was there i was there and my boy showed up again and he explained he showed me this vision of a huge webwork of all of these baby spirits who have all scoured the cosmos to find a family and a community where they could incarnate and do their best work on planet earth 
you know, the ones that want to come to planet Earth. And that is so intricately connected. He showed me the most beautiful, vast webwork of strings of light interconnecting all of these baby spirits. And that each of them are choosing the perfect permutation of not just parents, but timing with cosmic alignments and the interconnections between all of their family dynamics so that they could collaborate and really effect powerful change in consciousness on the planet that isn't from like the old way of raw, I'm going to be a social activist. So they will do things in the community, but it's really by their presence. Mm. This completely different way of being this that they will show us through their example. And, and then he said, now the thing is, you guys have free will to be my parents or not. So you could choose not to be, but I just want you to know that if you choose not to conceive me, and he went, this whole web work, he disappeared it. It was complete darkness. Wow. So no pressure or anything. <laughs> you know that if you choose to incarnate me, you're choosing to be part of this web. If you choose not to incarnate me, we all have to go back to the drawing board and start from scratch to figure out a new permutation of possibilities. And I was like, wow. Blimey. And so, yeah, in the end, we did choose to incarnate him or to conceive him. And um, yeah, because we were so clear about my exact precision of menstrual cycle, it was just a one conscious conception. And it was a very conscious moment where we knew that it was the right time and we could sense him and he was conceived, you know? So, so I'm, I can't go back and do a double blind placebo controlled trial to see if I didn't live in this natural lifestyle with, um, you know, beautiful nature and that perfectly synchronized day and night cycle, perfectly synchronized menstrual cycle. He could have probably still been conceived, but the depth of that experience is so priceless. And it all came from just committing to restoring my physiology back to nature cycles. So I share this story with, with um, my students sometimes, and I hope with your audience that that is, is just an example of the levels of indescribable beauty and magic that could unfold in our lives if we return to nature's rhythms again. That mm. somehow, because we're so disconnected with nature's rhythms that we don't feel fully energetic during the day. We don't experience nature's full spectrum sunlight and all the gifts is a kind of nutrition that we need. And we don't experience complete darkness at night, which is also kind of nutrition that we need. I call these essential nutrients that are more essential than even, you know, eating your fruits and vegetables in some ways that because we're missing out on that full spectrum life, mm. that we're missing out also, not just on the physiology of healthier blood pressure, good energy, preventing cancer, stronger bones, um, anti-inflammatory benefits, all those things are well proven scientifically, but maybe on a deeper spiritual level that we're missing out on an inner clarity and inner guidance that we could all access so much more easily than we've been told. You know, that it's just right there and it could be completely free. Yeah, I think uh, when we spoke the first time, Dr. Edith, um, it's fascinating to, to listen to these insights. It really is because my simplistic take on it is this, that the world is crying out for 
what um, a British Prime Minister called John he, John Major coined the phrase. He followed on from Margaret Thatcher in the eighties, and he coined the phrase "getting back to basics." And yes. I feel that as a worldwide as a worldwide way of being, that's what we need to do because we've lost sight of the basics and. You know, this ego driven, this money driven world of that we live in nowadays, it's just this fear based world. And but what's interesting for me and, you know, just flipping back to what we said, Dr. Edith, about the power of podcasting, I'm increasing increasing. I don't know if you find this yourself, but being asked the question or being embroiled in a conversation around, Paul, what's happening? There's this things are changing. What? You know, what, what are people saying to you? There's, there's things that are different. There's almost like there's a revolution and, and they can't describe it and they can't explain it. Um, and I can't fully, but I know that, you know, the winds are changed, to quote Bob Dylan, they are a blowing and I think they're blowing quite, feel they're blowing quite strongly, Dr. Edith. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, and there is all, um, if you turn on the news, you know, when we're on the precipice of major paradigm shifts um it's almost like a, a level of detoxification needs mm. to happen the deep-seated toxins and sicknesses have to come to the surface to be cleared so i always encourage everybody and i remind myself too whenever you turn on the news and watch the headlines and if it looks like bad news remember that that's what happens when we're on the precipice of the greatest kind of change that those deep-seated toxins and the darkness has to come to the surf surface to be identified and cleared right so it can look like bad news but it's because the really good news is right underneath just on the other side of that mm, it's amazing yeah I and you know i often think like my my boy is four so he loves his legos and an analogy i often make is is you know when um when you have, he builds a Lego structure and it's like, wow, honey, that is so good. And let's build it even better. If we were to change the structure with a set of Legos, it, we could gently kind of one by one, piece by piece, morph it into another shape. Or as he likes to do, pow, break the whole thing and then build a fresh new one. So sometimes what appears to be chaos it means it's very efficiently helping us build the new system. You know, so if the news looks chaotic, looks bad, it's just, it just means that we're probably being very efficient in recreating a new system. So, so, you know, it's always helpful to take that bigger picture perspective, even though change can be uncomfortable. Staying with the old system is much more uncomfortable, in my opinion. Mm. I tell you what just went through my mind there, Dr. Edith, as you were speaking about Lego, and I don't know why this happened, but um, I was thinking, okay, so in a world of creativity, perhaps Lego is just a, a different way of saying rearranging our goals. I mean, it's a bit of an abstract spelling of goal, G-O-L-E, but creative, um, you know, creative juices abounding. It works. I don't know where that come from, but um, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd share that. <laughs> um Okay, um, I want to I want to kind of bring things to a to a, a close now, Doctor Edith, if I can, by asking you a a very big question. But um, if I can, I want to try and encourage you to answer this in two minutes or under. Okay. So I'm really putting you on the spot because it's a massive question. 
There is no right or no wrong answer, and it's what's very personal to you. But um, in true Mission Impossible style, your mission, should you wish to accept it, is under two minutes, what does speaking from your heart mean to you? Speaking from my heart to me means, first of all, taking beautiful care of my health and well-being so that my entire physical body is a clean vessel through which my spirit can shine through. Because our world is um, has, has indoctrinated us into a kind of lifestyle that is not really optimal or harmonious to our health and well-being. And so when our physical body is not clean, it's not vibrant, it becomes hard, hard for us to listen deeply to our hearts and speak that inner truth. So the first order of business that that I encourage all of our listeners to consider is to clean up our bodies, take beautiful care of our health and well-being so that we can listen deeply to our hearts. After that, it becomes almost second nature. Our intuition skyrockets, our inner clarity will skyrocket. It's not just about lowering your blood pressure or decreasing your chance of diabetes. It's about that much deeper, juicier experience of life where you have crystal clear inner clarity, that your heart shines forth and your mind, your brain, your analytical skills is all in service to that inner voice that is whispering to you all the time from within your heart. As a natural side effect, we become more authentic human beings, more confident, and speaking from our hearts becomes just a natural way of being a real, fully embodied human being. So speaking from our hearts, I think it's just the natural side effect of taking beautiful care of our health and our well-being, as a side effect of which that inner clarity, your soul, your spirit will shine full, fully and radiantly and it becomes natural to speak from your heart. Super, thank you. Thank you for that, Cher. How can people follow you, Dr. Edith? Um, how can they find your book? Well, um, the Super Wellness book guides you on a journey of taking 360 degree beautiful care of your lifestyle, your health and well-being, going far beyond the traditional diet and exercise way of thinking, really thinking about those best thing for the buck self-care and self-healing tools. And you can find it on Amazon. Just look up Super Wellness, all one word. The book's title is Super Wellness, uh, Super Wellness, Become Your Own Best Healer. The book takes you on this journey and the very end of it is about living from our hearts. We have guided meditations for dropping deeply into our hearts and speaking from our hearts, living in that much more authentic, real, and aligned way that I think we're all hungry for it. And I think our world is really ready for it, you know? Um, and so superwellness.com is the website associated with that book. There's a lot of supportive resources. We have a 30-day super wellness challenge on there where every day just spend five to 10 minutes a day with me for 30 days. And our participants are telling us that they feel 20, 30% better energy on a consistent and permanent basis from the upgrades that they experience by simply spending five to 10 minutes a day to do their self-care with me. So I hope you guys enjoy that program. And then for deeper dives, we have a six-week super wellness course and an annual retreat. There's a lot of supportive goodies there that because everybody's a little bit different. Some people like a book, some people like an online course, some people like to come in person to, to gather together for retreats. So we've got all of that. And then for 
Those who love podcasts, maybe you spend a lot of time commuting in your car, on the bus or trains, or just to accompany you for workouts. Um, the Dr. E Show is, is a great launching pad. It portals into all the other platforms where you can check out the podcast where we interview incredible human pioneers from all around the world ex exploring this frontiers of the new human possibility. So the DRE Show com is the best way to, to access all of that excellent so where do we go from here where we go from here is for me dr edith to offer my sincere gratitude for being part of this amazing journey uh, obviously the second time we've spoken and uh, i hope this i sincerely hope there's many more because i find your insights fascinating and i certainly on a personal level feel very aligned with some of the stuff you're talking about and you know there is there's a lot of conversations i feel to be had between us so thank you very much for sharing yeah i want to thank again all of your audience for being the beautiful people that you are for being the the bearers of this new way of being living from your heart speaking from your heart we need a lot more people to show us not through preaching or theory but just by example of what that is like to have a new generation of human beings that live authentically from their hearts. And I'm so grateful to be connected with you, Paul, and to your beautiful community. And just want to thank you guys again for being who you are. Excellent. And on that note, I think all that remains now is to say, whatever you do, always walk your path with heart. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.